This is the Primal Ryan Podcast, and I'm Ryan Parnum, and I am passionate about helping average, everyday adults achieve great health. The ideas, opinions, and topics discussed in this podcast are mine and my own. None of what I say constitutes as medical advice. Please get clearance from your medical provider before embarking on any sort of nutritional or exercise program. What's up, everybody? It's Ryan Parnum here with the Primal Ryan Podcast. Uh, Today is July 18th, 2023, and I have not uh, done an episode for, I think, around a month now. It's been a busy last month just with my son's uh, travel baseball season wrapping up. We just got back from a uh, tournament in Fort Myers, Florida that was, was fun, but it was extremely hot. Saw a lot of good competition, so... Um, a little behind on getting these podcasts put out there, but hopefully I will be a little bit more regular with it. Um, otherwise, hope your summer is going well. Um, I appreciate everybody who's been listening to my podcasts. I've had a lot of positive feedback, so if you if you are enjoying them, you know, like them, um, subscribe, uh, share it with other people. Trying to trying to continue to to grow the podcasts and. Um, yeah, see where it goes from there. So, so today, um, this is kind of a, a podcast, just like on an observation that that I've that I've had. All right, so, um, so the primal lifestyle that I talk about, that I follow, um, basically is centered on, um, uh, you know, what's what's optimum for our body to, to thrive. Okay. Not just survive because humans can survive in a variety of conditions and under a variety of circumstances, but what do we need to thrive? Like what do our bodies expect? And, um, the primal lifestyle is basically taking what our hunter gatherer ancestors pre agricultural revolution. Um, and, and how do you incorporate that into, to a modern lifestyle? Cause that's what our genetics, that's what our bodies expect. So, um, I'm taking that concept that I strongly uh, believe in, and uh, and and showing how like there's a show on the History Channel. Many of you uh, maybe have seen, and if you haven't seen it, maybe you'll check it out. Called Alone, um, and and the show Alone. The basic premise is it. Um, it's in its tenth season right now. Um, so if you look on, on the description from the history channel is quote, brave participants are forced to use their wits when left in the wilderness with nothing but a backpack and struggle with harsh weather, hostile locations and aggressive wildlife, end quote. Um, and now while that part is true, um, by watching this, this, this show, we can learn about, um, you know, human, uh, biology and, and basically like what humans need to live and survive and thrive. And, you know, with this show, basically they take most of the people that most of the contestants are pretty well versed in wildlife uh, survival. Like they are various sorts of wildlife experts and hunters and stuff like that. So basically they take them up into remote areas of, um, I think it's usually in, in, in Canada, uh, drop them off by themselves with a bunch of cameras where they self-film. <clears throat> like, I, like I read in the description, they get like a backpack and various other 
they get like 10 items. I think they can choose from like a bow and arrow and, 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 and paracord and stuff like that. Various things they can use as, as tools or whatever. It's very minimal though. They drop them off. Like, I think it's usually towards probably like the end of, of summer or whatever, and they have to figure out how to survive. So, um, so the show is a great insight when you watch it and how humans are truly designed to, to operate, um, you know, and, and kind of like some of the bullet points I, that I see when I watch the show is that, you know, humans desire nutrient dense foods that our bodies, despite the, this exercise craze that we all hear about and even participate in like myself, our bodies really don't want to burn calories, right? They want to conserve calories. Another point is that bad things happen to our bodies, to us when we don't get adequate nutrition. Um, another thing is that we are designed to build, not only build our bodies, but use our minds. And then when, when modern amenities are stripped away, and we're focused on staying alive, um, the things like building, hunting, gathering, the little things in life become very satisfying, right? Because there's no other distractions. So they drop these contestants off. It's late summer. Um, some of these contestants even will purposely put on some weight, um, uh, you know, the, the weeks or months leading up to it. So they have extra calories on board but so they drop them off and and, and essentially the main priorities and, and sometimes you know the contestants will will differ in their approach to how they do these things but basically they're looking for um food food and water uh well i'll say food and that really includes water as well so so food and shelter and then um you know fire is an important thing as well and, and, you know, some people, some of the contestants will, you know, try to, you know, immediately start trying to find food, uh, usually by like fishing or, or sometimes attempting to hunt or whatever, but, you know, food and food and shelter are definitely at the top because at this point in time, it's, it's, it's late summer. So it's not like, it's like super, super cold yet, but they know that the, the, the cold nights will be coming, you know, so they start with, with a shelter and such. So you know, what do, what do these contestants not do? All right. Um, these contestants don't intentionally exercise, right? So they're not waking up in the morning after, um, a day of, uh, you know, minimal food intake, minimal calorie intake and decide that they're going to go run through the woods for five miles, right? That's dumb. They don't need to do that, right? First of all, it's be detrimental, right? Because they're burning precious energy, but because they don't need to intentionally exercise because when you're in the middle of nowhere like that, life is exercise. So they spend their days gathering food, um, hunt, you know, hunting and gathering basically, right? So a lot of gathering because hunting is very difficult. So they're gathering food. They're gathering berries, various other edible plants, um, primarily for uh, uh, consumption, but maybe for some medicinal purposes. They're gathering wood and various other materials, um, you know, moss and stuff that they use to insulate their their shelters. Um, and they're, they're, you know, so they're gathering supplies for firewood. They're 
um, for their shelter, um, for the weapons. Uh, sometimes their uh, one contestant lost his um, quiver with all of his arrows, so he had to like um, um, basically use his knife and, and find some wood and make his own arrows. Uh, uh, fishing, they make their own like uh, gill nets, you know, to, to catch fish. Um, some of them even are really uh, creative and, and, and are able to construct like canoes and boats and different flotation devices so they can get out on the lakes to certain areas to fish. So that's their whole day, right? And then they're also hunting. They all hunt. Hunting involves moving at a slow pace. If you're successful enough to, to harvest a, um, a larger game, say like a deer or uh, elk or moose or something like that, and they do uh, harvest these large animals from time to time, it's very difficult, but some of them do, are, and some of them are successful. Then field dressing the animal, quartering it out, uh, hauling it back to camp, and then figuring out how to store it. Um, and... and it's it's crazy all the effort so life to them day to day from basically the time they get up to the time that they go to bed is movement and they're not exercising on top of that right because you want to conserve energy and some of these people they're out hunting and gathering and that and they're unsuccessful in finding anything with any substantive substantive calories so they're burning more energy than what they're consuming and that's actually very dangerous for them and they know that because you'll see these people just most of them, unless they're really, really lucky and are really successful at fishing or, 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 or harvest a, a large animal, they are losing lots and lots of weight. And this one guy that recently tapped out, he, um, uh, he, was, he was not a big guy to begin with. He was you know, probably 150 pounds when he started the show, and he had lost like 14% of his body weight within like two weeks because he could not find anything good to eat. You know? So that was one of the reasons he tapped out. Um, so there's no intentional exercise because life is is movement, okay? And movement also equates to survival. What's another thing they do not do? They don't seek plants as a primary primary source of food and calories. So they're seeking nutrient-dense and calorie-dense foods for survival, right? Plants don't really meet either one of those. While they're some plants have a fair amount of nutrients in them. They're not calorie dense, right? There's not a lot of energy inside of plants. Um, and the nutrition that's contained in plants, uh, fruit, you know, is probably going to be the highest nutrient dense um, plants that our bodies are actually able to use. But you're, when you're talking like um, anything uh, vegetable related, like the you know they get touted as being super duper nutrient dense but really our bodies don't don't use don't use the nutrition found in plants very well so plants are kind of like a, a backup for these people when they can't find nutrient dense foods they will eat plants as a survival mechanism so what are they seeking they're seeking nutrient dense and calorie dense foods what does that look like that's well, it's animal protein, animal organs, and fat are the focus. You will hear these people time and time again. I need protein and fat. Protein and fat. Okay? Why? Why is this? Well, protein, obviously, it's very satiating, right? Um, but aside from that, it helps, you know, retain and build muscle and is full of nutrition. Not just full of any nutrition. It's full of nutrition that 
our body can use, right? All those amino acids and B vitamins and iron and zinc and all that stuff. Um, animal protein is very similar to our um, biology, right? So our body knows what to do with it and knows how to utilize it. And then animal organs, they're nature's multivitamin, full of bioavailable nutrients. Um, and animal fat uh, will help prevent weight loss and maintain fat stores in these people. It's a source of energy, right? So if you remember from some of my previous podcasts, fat and carbs are the two main sources of energy for for humans, okay? Protein is not a normal source of energy. It, through a complex mechanism, it can be converted into, um, into energy, but it's not what our preferred sources are. So fat and carbs are the two main sources of energy. And high amounts of carbs as you'll see by watching shows like this, are not usually easily found in nature, right? So there's no pasta out in nature. There's no loaves of bread out in nature. The highest source of carbs you might find in nature is if you're lucky enough to come across like uh, ripened fruit or uh, honey, you know, something like that. But that's, that's rare. Like when they find fruit in nature it's like a handful of blueberries you know you're like half a cup of blueberries maybe and there's not much not not very many carbs in that so from our hunter gatherer standpoint high carbs was just not was not a thing sure there are some hunter gatherer you know tribes um people that had root vegetables and um and tubers and stuff like that like like potatoes but you know, when it comes to pure survival, like finding potatoes up in the, you know, forest of uh, in the wilderness of Canada, like it's just not going to happen. Right. So, um, so anyways, what my point being is that high amounts of carbs, which is what most Americans eat is just not found in nature and not necessary for survival either. Right. Fat and protein are both necessary for survival. If you cut those out or have inadequate amounts of either either fat or protein, you will, your health will suffer and you will eventually die. You can live an entire life without carbs and live to be 110 years old. I'm not saying carbs are bad. I'm just talking about the um, essential component to it. There are no essential carbohydrates. There are essential fats and there are essential proteins, but there are no essential carbohydrates. So, um, and, uh, so carbs are four calories per gram, whereas fat is nine calories per gram. So in modern society, people see that as a, as a problem. Oh my gosh, you know, fat is over twice as many calories per gram compared to carbs. But when you're talking about human biology and survival, that's, that's a good thing, right? You want to find fat because it's over twice as many calories as carbs and protein. Protein is also four calories per gram. So um, if you, you know, uh, from a nature and a survival, you know, perspective, you know, the, the, if you can get animal fat, your chances of survival and thriving and preventing malnourishment is, is much, much higher. So that's why these contestants not only seek protein, but animal fat as well. And protein alone isn't going to cut it either, right? So there's a thing called rabbit starvation where different settlers and explorers and stuff they couldn't kill any large game so they're only killing lean small game animals such as rabbit that don't contain enough fat and they would end up still starving to death despite eating 
protein because of the the lack of fat. So if you don't, if you're not having an energy source from fat or carbohydrates and carbohydrates, you can pretty much forget about that out in the wilderness. It's got to be from fat. So if you're not getting enough fat and it's protein only, you can still uh, starve to death. And then fish is an awesome, a great source of fat and protein that, that these contestants seek out. Contains a lot of fat and protein and omega-3 fatty acids, which are good for the their brain and inflammation and all that sort of stuff. So some of these contestants that have a good uh, spot for fishing and or they're experienced fishermen, they do really really well. They can catch a couple of fish a day and they can get, you know, uh, you know, twelve hundred two thousand calories a day just from fish alone and the fat and the protein plus in the fish and then you throw in you know whatever plants they find those contestants can do pretty good and what you'll see is that plants are a backup food when hunting and fishing and or fishing fails the contestants rely on plant foods to get them by um but it's strictly to try to get them by but if they're what you will see is none of the contestants that I've ever seen have had any trouble finding edible plants so pretty much all of them can find edible plants but if they can't eat animal fat and animal protein from you know whether it's game that they hunt or fishing they lose weight um, and they tap out so the problem with plant foods is there's not many calories so the contestants will continue to lose weight if they don't get the animal protein and fat it's not very tasty most of them aside from like blueberries a lot of times they're like i've seen some of the contestants like try to like steam up reindeer moss for example and it's you know that's not good right they're just trying to like fill their bellies and then, you know, oftentimes it re- they require preparation uh, as well to be edible, like the reindeer moss, for example. You can't eat that raw. And then eating too much can cause them to be sick and cause like GI distress and all that stuff too. There's, there's only so many, so much reindeer moss you can eat. There's only so, even blue, even like berries, you know, if you think about it, if you go overboard on eating berries, it can, it can cause uh, diarrhea and stuff like that. So... Anyway, so humans in a natural environment don't want to burn too many calories. Um, you know, exercise is not uh, a, a, a purposeful thing, right? Exercise, movement is necessary survival. But excess activity is avoided to conserve calories. These people aren't going for nature walks. And they're trying to conserve energy because too much energy burn um, can be detrimental to their survival and their longevity on the show. So what's not normal is like excess energy consumption from food plus calorie conservation. That's our modern society, right? We have too much energy available in the form of food. It's everywhere. It's in our kitchens. It's down the street at the gas station or the fast food restaurant or whatever. And then on top of that, we don't we don't have to move, right? Like we don't have to move. We roll out of bed. We walk to our kitchens. We pour a bowl of cereal. We walk to our car. We go sit in our offices all day. We're not having to hunt, gather, build, and that sort of thing. So, um, so yeah, it's just something to to think about with that. You know, like like what we're, the, the how we're living is not normal. Excess energy all around us and lack of movement. Um, what is normal for us is. For, for human nature, what we what we expect is having to move to survive. Energy is rarely in excess, and we have to work for it. That's that's how we're wired wired to live. 
The other thing you'll you'll see from the show too is that humans are not meant to live alone, right? So these people are by themselves. So we crave social interaction. You know, we crave having uh, partners in life. We crave having friends, uh, family. Um, and these people get a little crazy during isolation when, even if they're doing well, even if they're eating well and, and finding and hunting and fishing and not losing too much weight and they got a good shelter, sometimes the social isolation is enough to, to drive them insane and they end up tapping out because of that. And one of my favorite examples of this is Tom Hanks and Castaway, you know, like he's stuck on that deserted island. Most of you are probably familiar with the movie and he ends up, you know, he's so you know, uh, desolate and, and, and missing social interaction that he becomes friends with that. I think it's a volleyball, uh, that Wilson volleyball he calls Wilson. He puts like his handprint on it and creates a face or something like that, you know, like, and then he's like distraught when that volleyball gets washed away or whatever during an attempted, uh, escape of the Island. So, um, anyways, that's just a fictional example, of course, but it's very accurate. And the other thing, too, is that humans are extremely smart and can adapt to changing situations. So our easy life, like we don't have to do a whole lot. So I think that's hurting our ingenuity and creativeness and all that kind of stuff. Whereas, you know, most of us don't have to do hard things. But when we're put in life or death situations, our primal survival instincts can and do kick in. And it's really cool to see how these contestants think of things that you know, I don't know if they would have thought about before, but like, you know, when you're put in these situations, our, our human brains are pretty capable of ingenuity and thinking of things because the whole idea is to survive and reproduce and, um, and, and try to, you know, pass on your genes to the, to the next generation. So anyways, kind of a, a different sort of episode today. Hope, hopefully you enjoyed it. Hope you, you make, it makes sense to you. Hopefully you can check out alone if you've never seen it before. It's a pretty cool show, but I just like how you can learn a lot about the primal lifestyle and, and human sort of, um, biology and, and, and kind of how our bodies are meant to, to live and thrive. You can learn a lot about it from that show. And, uh, it's uh, something different. I feel it's like a, an actual true reality show, unlike some of the other ones out there. So, all right, thanks for listening, and hopefully I'll get another episode cranked out here soon. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Primal Ryan podcast. For more information, check out primalryan.com.